shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, inviting you to join me right here on Enjoying Everyday Life, where I give you easy and practical ways to live a life you truly love. Joyce Meyer is heard at 7.30 a.m. Monday through Friday here on WCNO. A1 Auto Care of Hope Sound is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Dave and Esther Morgan have been serving Treasure Coast motorists since 1986 with the best in automotive care. A1 Auto Care is located across the railroad tracks at the next crossing south of Bridge Road in Hope Sound. A1 Auto Care is available at 546-6667, where honesty is their only policy. That's 772-546-6667. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2013-2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. You know, there's an element of people in the house that will say, You know what? I'll leave houses. I'll leave lands. I'll leave mamas. I'll leave daddies. I'll leave brothers. I'll leave sisters. I'll be willing to lay my life down for this cause. I'll walk away from entertainment. I'll walk away from fun. I'll do anything in order to do the will of God. And those are the people, watch this, those are the people that are going to become dangerous to the society that they live in. Those are the people that will save lives. Those are the people that will impact because they will become high impact people. That's what God's calling us to be. He's calling us to be a dangerous church. We will become people of impact. God help us. We need to stop insulating ourselves with with, with the comfort and, and the superior mentality that we're so blessed of God that nothing bothers us and everything is just great. Come on now. We need to get out there and roll our sleeves up and get out there in the, in the midst of what's going on in the community and be moved with compassion. Do you know that Jesus said this? He said when he saw, it said when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. In other words, it wasn't his miracles that moved him. It wasn't people, it wasn't people that were coming to him and getting in his face that moved him. It wasn't healing blind eyes that moved him. It wasn't healing deaf ears that healed him or causing the leprosy. It wasn't teaching in the temple that moved him. It wasn't walking through the street and healing those. What moved him was when he saw the multitudes of people. I think that ought to be what's moving us. But we got churches now that are just, you know, they're so hungry. Well, it's just, y'all, we're going to be the super church. We're going to be the miracle church. And it's a big song and dance. It's a big show. 
And I'm aggravated about it. Go to a church and they take up five offerings. And the pastor stands up and tells everybody he's their daddy. He ain't my daddy. I know my daddy. My daddy loves me. Where in the world do we get this concept that God wants us to be happy? Where is that in the Bible? Will somebody please show me where it says God wants you to be happy? Come on, somebody smile at me this morning. I'm being real. God is not as near as concerned with your happiness as He is with you fulfilling your purpose. One carries far more weight than the other. Sometimes we have to risk our life. How many recognize that our citizenship is not in Florida? My citizenship is in heaven. I belong to the kingdom. I can't allow the pull of this world to grip me so strongly that I resist the obedience to the kingdom. See, we've, we've lived in our culture. Unless you've ever been out of the country, you ain't going to understand what I'm talking about. But if you've been around the world, you understand this. Americanism and Christianity are not the same thing. As a matter of fact, we live in a democracy in this country based on personal freedoms. In the kingdom of God, we have no rights. We give our life away. There's a difference between a kingdom and a democracy. It takes a very educated people to have a democracy. It takes a very disciplined people to have a democracy. It takes a very disciplined, loving, giving people to have a democracy that operates with capitalism. Our particular brand of democracy will not work every place in the world. Did you know that the safest place on the planet today is not the United States of America? The safest city in the world is Singapore. A woman in Singapore can walk out of her house carrying money in her purse at 3 o'clock in the morning through the worst neighborhood you could imagine and feel completely safe. And you know why? Because they've got a benevolent dictator. See, what happened was, is in the 1950s, Singapore was the worst city on the planet. 95% of the population was addicted to heroin. There was a mess in the streets. There was pollution in the streets. People didn't even bathe. There was garbage being dumped in the road. And this dictator comes along and he says, we're stopping it. And he began to rule with an iron fist. Now, I know that goes contrary to everything we believe about what's right and wrong. But how many know if you go to Singapore today and you take a can of spray paint and spray graffiti on the side of a car, you're going to get whipped with a cane. And if you take your bubble gum and spit it on the sidewalk, it's a $500 U.S. fine. See, we've got this thing stuck in there. So what are you saying, Pastor? Are you a dictator? you believe in dictatorship? And come? No. I believe in personal responsibility and I believe in the freedom of the Spirit. But we've got this thing in our head where we've so correlated. God is not a conservative Republican. Hear me. He's the king of the universe. Now, I, I personally, my politics, I'm a conservative. I'm a social conservative. I'm a financial conservative. And I vote Republican most of the time unless I know the Democrat that's running. 
But I believe in personal freedom and I believe in privacy and I believe in right to bear arms. I agree with most of the stuff that the Republican Party talks about because I believe those values and those principles are, are exhibited in the Bible. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. God is not a Republican and he's not a Democrat. And we've got to get away from this thing and understand that God has called us to be kingdom people first. That your American citizenship is secondary. That your responsibility to this government and those in charge is secondary to the kingdom of God. Amen. Can I just tell you this? One is eternal and one's not. Oh, Jesus. Somebody said, I need to be dangerous. But God's not too concerned about your happiness. He's more concerned about your purpose. Hmm? May we never be so deceived into, be, into becoming a people where we believe that God wants us to prosper to the point that we become perverted in our understanding that we only seek God for His blessing. And I'm telling you, that's a sickness in the church today. It's everywhere. And now we got people that live under the blessing of God and they use the blessing of God as a seal of approval from God. Huh? Or over whatever else they do. Jesus said, a man's life does not exist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. Jesus said that. A man's life does not exist in the abundance of the things he possesses. In other words, you're not your BMW. You're not your five-bedroom house. You're not your pool. You're not your Dooney and Burke handbag. You're more than that. Somebody say, I'm more than that. You are blood-bought, blood-washed, spirit-filled. You've been ordained, sanctified by the blood of God. You've got destiny. You've got purpose. There's meaning to your life. You're going to live forever. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the salt and you are the light of this earth. You are a man or a woman that cannot help but win when God is on your side. Because greater is He that is in you than he that's in the world. That's who you are. Huh? Don't ever let a house or a car or a job or a career rob you of the fullness of the kingdom of God. Hmm? David said, take my palace, take my chariots, take anything you want, but one thing I ask of thee, O Lord, and that I may do is that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. In other words, take everything from me, but don't take your presence. Hmm? And that means this thing could cost you your life. I got a friend that lives up in uh, Kill Devil's Hill, up in... Uh, by Kitty Hawk, has a church up there, Liberty Fellowship, John Hobbs, pastors a church up there in the Outer Banks, up in, uh, up in Hatteras. And there's this old lighthouse up there that sits up there where the inlets are really rough because there's a lot of rock up there where he lives. And they had this lighthouse up there for hundreds of years because ships oftentimes would come in and they would get caught on the rocks and they would break up through the rocks. And this is one of them kind of lighthouses that had the steps that you know how some lighthouses, you go in a door and the steps are on the inside. This one, the steps were on the outside of it that went up to the top. And the story goes that this old man and his apprentice had the job of putting the light in the lighthouse. And they stayed about 400 yards from the lighthouse in a little, in a little house that was inland. But when the storms would come, they'd have to go down and go up the steps and put the light in the lighthouse.
And about 60 years ago, during a hurricane one night, they got a call that a ship was in trouble. It was beaten off the rocks. And waves were already smashing on the bottom of the lighthouse when the report came in. The wind was blowing about 95 miles an hour and it was getting worse and the water was coming up and the old man turned to the apprentice and he said, come on, we got to get the light and put it in the lighthouse. And the young man looked back at him and he said, are you kidding? No, 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 I'm not going out in no hurricane to put no light in no lighthouse. The old man said, no, there's a ship out there. He said, well, I don't care if there's a ship out there or not. I'm not going to risk my life. The old man said, well, somebody's got to help. Somebody's got to do it. The young man said, well, the waves are already beating off the bottom of the, the lighthouse. How are we even going to get up the steps? And, and the winds are blowing so hard. How are we even going to walk out there? And How are we going to make it? He said, you, you don't understand. If we go out there tonight and climb them steps, we might not come back. And the old man said, son, you don't understand. When you're given the stewardship of keeping the light, you don't have to come back. You just got to go. Listen to me. We don't have to come back. We just got to go. See, the church doesn't live with that mentality anymore. It's been lost on us. And because of it, we haven't been the occupying force that God has called us to be. And we're losing a generation. Do you realize that out of this next generation of young people that are growing up, most of them have never been in a church. Most of them will never know a time when there wasn't abortion. Most of them will never know a time when there wasn't gay marriage. Who's going to tell them? Have we just become a church that's gotten so fat across this nation? so full that we're only concerned with what God's doing for us and we don't have the passion and the heart for what He wants to do through us because we're not willing to take the risk are you willing to take the risk are you willing to, willing to lay it all down if God's going to give us the stewardship of a city we've got to be willing to risk it all Risk it all. Give it all. Lay it all down. If there's anybody in the Treasure Coast that needs Jesus, we 